jar of Alfredo tastes like feet. Really? It really does. I, and it's so easy to make it from scratch. So I don't understand why they even sell it in a jar. But yeah, it literally tastes like feet. Hey everyone, welcome back to the second episode of Millennial TV Podcast. We are your hosts, Adrian, Liz, and Candace. We'll be discussing the second episode of Laguna Beach titled The Bonfire. Now, if you're listening and want to watch along with us, you can watch Laguna Beach seasons one and two on Netflix and Paramount Plus in the U.S. But if you're in Canada, which is where I am, you can watch it for free on CTV's website. But before we get into the episode, here is this week's pop culture news. This week in pop culture, I want to talk about the divorce news surrounding Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Reports came out initially that Joe got a divorce lawyer, then a few days later filed for divorce. So Joe is obviously from the Jonas Brothers, and Sophie Turner played Sansa Stark on Game of Thrones. They started dating in 2016, got married in 2019, and have since welcomed two children. Sophie and Joe regularly post about each other on their socials, and their relationship seems so fun, playful, and super normal. I mean, since the news broke, Joe has been seen on tour wearing his wedding ring again, but neither one has really spoken out. And honestly, I am so sad about this news because I love this coupling. I think they're so good together, and I'm old enough to know that marriage is hard, and we shouldn't really idealize celebrity couples. But that being said, I think some of us still do. (laughs) And I really didn't think that this couple was headed for trouble. So what do you guys think about this story? Or do you have any other celebrity couples that you ship or love so much and were shocked when they broke up? I have a confession to make. (laughs) I am a Jonas Brothers fan. (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't when I was younger. And then... A friend of mine, when I was like almost about to turn 20, she was like, I have concert tickets. Will you just go with me? You don't have to pay anything. Like, just go. And I was like, ugh, whatever. The Jonas Brothers, like, so lame. (laughs) And I went with her and it was such a good show. And it was like, so good. It was so good. And it was before Demi Lovato was famous, but she opened for them. Oh. And it was like right before she was about to be on Disney Channel, like right before Camp Rock. I'm so jealous. It was so good. And I was like, I love them now. And I was so. (laughs) sad that I didn't love them before I saw the concert um, so I could really enjoy it but yeah I started listening to them pretty hardcore after that I was one of the girlies who was sad when they broke up and super pumped when they got back together and I'm actually looking for somebody to go with me to their concert in Pittsburgh oh my in God. September. Man. I really want to go, but none of my friends like them. Oh, <laughs> my <too>. gosh. <laughs> They're coming here in November. I want to go so bad. So anyways, um, but yeah, I really do. I like them. I was definitely a Joe girl. I, I mean, Nick's okay, but I was definitely a Joe girl. I was a Nick girl growing up. And then now in their like, you know, second revival of the band, I'm like totally team Joe right now. Nick is not it anymore. Honestly, I'm team Kevin. He like rocks it like honestly he's not he wasn't like the most attractive to me like growing up but like now I'm like he's like a whole he's so man unproblematic. Yeah. He's and he's like a the really good dad like yeah amazing like, husband <laughs> like the older I get Kevin is like where it is at but you were sleeping on Kevin <laughs> I was sleeping on him I really was but yeah I really enjoy them I watched the documentary and mm-hmm. I loved the whole Jonas Wives like yes. the, yeah Same. Priyanka Chopra and and Sophie Turner and Danielle. Danielle. Yes, I loved it. And I love that they were at every show. And like, I just loved it. I thought it was super cute. Um, like, they're all men now. It's so great. But yeah, I was, I was surprised to hear that. I thought Priyanka and Nick would break up <laughs> much sooner. I know. I don't want to say it, but I thought so too. <laughs> and Sophie and Joe. But I actually did a little research on Reddit because I wanted to see what people were saying. And a lot of people were kind of like, this is why you don't date somebody, like, who's 19. Yeah, I'm like, well, and this is why you don't force them to have babies right off the bat. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where is this narrative coming from? I know. It's so annoying. I I, I said, she's her own person. Mm -hmm. She can make her own decisions, you know? Like, and I I totally get that, you know, sometimes when there's an age difference, there's a power imbalance. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get those vibes here. Same. And there's a difference when you date someone when they're like, 15 16 yeah but she was like 
an adult Mm -hmm. when especially when they got married and had kids yeah she was young but it wasn't it didn't scream like too young Mm -hmm. right yeah I, I thought she was super mature every time I saw her on television she's very like elegant and just mm-hmm. mature so I didn't even know she was that young to be totally honest I didn't know either yeah I was just kind of like oh like people were really angry and aggressive towards Joe and they're saying that he's putting out a narrative that she's a partier and he's a homebody and their personalities just don't get along and I'm like you know I personally haven't read any news that Me neither. towards that so I don't know that anybody's really putting anything out but yeah, I, I just think, I mean, it's sad all around. I They have two kids together, so that always makes me sad. But sometimes it just doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah I was rooting for them, though. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I hope that they can stay friends. And I know she was at the show last night mm-hmm. or the night before, and he was wearing his wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I don't know. Maybe they're, like, still trying to kind of work it out. I hope so. They are very cute together, and I hope so for their kids' sakes, you know? Yeah. I know. And to keep the three wives together. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> the I, love, I love it. I, I honestly love it. But, yeah, I mean, this happens. Celebrity couples are like, you, you pretty mm-hmm. much are just waiting for the day that they break up. Totally. But I will yeah. say, if Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. ever oh, divorce, I w- I'm giving up on love. Yeah. <laughs> also, Nicole Richie and Joel Madden. <laughs> Joel Madden and Nicole Richie and Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. They ever break up, <laughs> Candace is not believing in love anymore. <laughs> that was my um, Zach Efron and mm, Vanessa mm-hmm. Hudgens back in the day. And when they broke up, I was brokenhearted for so long. And now, whatever, everyone's grown up, but I'm still like <laughs> Vanessa forever. Yes. <laughs> that, that was Nick and Jessica for me. that was heartbreaking that was hard for me (laughs) I loved their show I loved it (laughs) I read her book that she wrote a few years ago if you haven't read it you should read it it was really good like lots of juicy stuff about all that yeah it was good well the best part of that book for me was reading that John Mayer would like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. just all of John Mayer he was bad news yeah Yeah. (laughs) and the fact that Oh, who kissed her and then immediately called oh, somebody else to tell them it was um Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yes. She kissed yeah. Ryan Gosling oh, and he what? immediately called like one of the NSYNC uh-huh. members to tell them I kissed Jessica. Yeah, I did it first or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jesus. gross. I know. I'm like, that's awesome that yeah. we treated this wonderful woman this way. I know. I had a deep Jessica obsession when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's a triple threat. <laughs> she can sing dance and act <laughs> one of my favorite celebrity couples to follow over the past couple of years now especially has been j-lo and ben affleck <laughs> because you know oh back in the early well i think it's so hilarious because of how when they dated before obviously it was benifer but i was uh <laughs> i was reading on a a subreddit I follow where they it's like a blog snark subreddit and whenever anybody would talk about them now now they go by Benjamin is what everyone's calling them oh and God. I mean it's just like a internet thing but I just thought that was so funny well probably because Benifer was also used for Jennifer Garner exactly yeah but Benjamin yeah. is just so yeah. funny but I just <laughs> I thought it was so crazy when they got back together and I was like, okay, when is this gonna end? This is just like a weird fling. And now they've been married for a year. So I'm like I still find it so weird for them to have gone back together like twenty years later. It's crazy. But yeah. They do seem to be really happy. Yeah. And- yeah. I love it. I, love I mean them, I don't yeah. like exclusively <laughs> follow them, but I I do love it because so I had a thing with triple threats. I also really loved J-Lo. Mm-hmm, I <laughs> you know, I was like, she's a triple threat. She can sing, dance, and act. And I yep. loved her. So back when Jenny from the Block was out, like, that was my jam. Mm. So I, <laughs> that music video where she's, like, all over Ben, the whole music video. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, that is it. That is true love. <laughs> so I'm super happy for them. I, I think it's great. I didn't like her with A-Rod. I thought he oh, was, Oh, like, gosh. He was the worst. Oh, really? yeah I mean it it was fine but I think he's terrible Jennifer Lopez deserves like to be happy she's been through a lot yeah romantic wise Mm -hmm. like she's been through it so I'm super happy for her me too I hope they never break up I hope they stay married forever now yeah I'm good as long again as long as Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. (laughs) stay together (laughs) I'm 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 good 
love will exist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think they're gonna stick it out. They've been together since like the early nineties, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long and time. And I feel yeah. like they never really had like the pressure on them all these years. Mm-hmm. It's only like recently that people are like, "What? They're still together?" Yeah, and then, yeah. and have you ever seen pictures of them? Like they look so good mm-hmm. in their old age. Like they're not even that old. But you know what yes, I mean? Like they look yeah. really good. And like Freddie Prince Jr. aged like fine wine. Oh yeah, he's so handsome. And he, but he still has that like boyish like mm-hmm. grin. Like I don't know what it is. <laughs> I. Sends me back to I know what you did last summer. <laughs> yes, I love that movie so much. <laughs> I did too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love horror movies in general, but I miss the slasher film. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar running in a prom dress from <laughs> a slasher with a hook. Can't beat that. <laughs> That's all I wanted to cover in this week's pop culture segment. Liz will be here next week to give you her take on pop culture. So let's get into the episode. We see Lauren and Lo shopping at the mall for makeup at MAC, which is a place I have not thought of in a while. <laughs> Lo is getting her makeup done for an open mic happening tonight, and they have a little chit-chat with the makeup artist about going solo to the open mic. I thought it was interesting that so early on, they already showed Lauren talking about like how orange eyeshadows compliment blue eyes and it already sort of like painted her as this like fashion beauty person they obviously didn't know that they were gonna go ahead and film like the hills with her in future seasons but it was really cool to already see lauren be in this space yeah first of all i love that they were at the mall and lo as they're walking in she says i love this place and i'm like me too (laughs) (laughs) i miss the mall so much it's so not a thing anymore and it makes me so sad the mall here is there's like three stores in it it makes me so sad because they still have auntie ann's and you can get like a pretzel oh i love and i i loved it i loved the mall back then and i miss getting my hair and makeup done for random like just for fun at the mall or just to go sit in a boy's basement or rec room or garage for a dumb house party. Um, <laughs> really miss that. <laughs> I did think that was hilarious that they're like, let's go get our makeup done for like an open mic night. I think it was. So I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I bet none of the guys noticed her makeup. So <laughs> I know Mac, you used to have to pay to get your makeup done there, mm-hmm. but there were other stores in the mall that you could get it done for free. Like there was a, do you guys remember Bare Minerals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So they would do it for free. <laughs> and me and my friends would go just to get our makeup done, just to like go back to somebody's house and do absolutely nothing. So <laughs> yeah, we used to do that That's all awesome. the time. Yeah. I didn't even know they had a store because I would actually watch Bare Minerals on like the shopping channel. Yeah, And they would always sell their, like, uh, I don't know, powder foundation. I only knew of that brand because I watched the shopping channel so much at night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I know of them. (laughs) And I loved, like, the girls doing their makeup and, like, so where are you going tonight? Like, what are you doing? And, like, because they did used to do that. But I will Mm -hmm. say I think that MTV has a habit of depicting the girls to be, like, desperate to be in a relationship because the makeup artists they're like do you have a boyfriend like you know and lauren's like no i'm single <laughs> you know, like, and lo's kind of like no but <laughs> i mean it supports the narrative for lauren that she's like desperate for steven but yeah. i was just kind of like that's weird they're like 15 16 like they don't need a boyfriend stop it <laughs> exactly even now when i watch them though they do not look 15 16 like they look so mature i can't believe it they do they really really do then we see steven trying to teach Kristen how to surf at the beach we see clips of Kristen saying she's not really into this and screaming and falling into the ocean (laughs) on the beach steven tells her that if they go again next time to promise him that she'll actually try because (laughs) she's not wasting his time she's wasting her own time to which Kristen replies fine then i don't like it which I, I thought was hilarious. Yeah. I know because Kristen is so honest. She's so blunt. Yeah. She doesn't even care that she has to like, she's not trying to mince words with Steven. She's just telling him no. how she feels. And I love it. Who at 16 had the gall to talk to their boyfriend I like that? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Um, I will say. <laughs> I couldn't even talk to boys. 
<laughs> Let alone tell them about themselves, right? Yeah. I, but listen, I relate to her so much in this scene because that was so me, like doing something for a guy just because I wanted to hang out with him, but not at all enjoying myself. Like I was mm-hmm. not a sporty person. I like no. But if you were gonna invite me to like a baseball game or something, like I was gonna go because you're cute. <laughs> but so I kind of I get it like I when she's like well fine then I don't like it I'm like good for you Kristen like you don't have to surf and I'm here for her pink surfboard because I would have had one if I lived that close to the beach <laughs> we then see Trey making calls around town asking people to sing a few songs during the open mic that he's presumably hosting to raise money for active young America a nonprofit organization Morgan and Christina meet up at the beach to open Morgan's admission letter from BYU after Christina just told her on the phone that she got into her university, SMU. Which, do you guys know what university that is? SMU. I'm going to look it up know. right now just because Google it. I want to know. Morgan says that she just really wants to get out of Laguna, the party scene, and the bubble of people screwing up on their parents' money. Which, again, paints her as this, like, wholesome girl you know from episode one who's this girl that's like saving herself for marriage just looking to find the right guy really just painting her as the good girl morgan opens the letter and she reads a letter of rejection from byu she tears up as christina comforts her it's so sad it was so sad i felt really bad for morgan watching the scene but since then they've revealed that the scene was totally fake Mm -hmm. because morgan was rejected by that BYU campus but she had already gotten into another one and now knowing that the scene is totally fake is even more amazing because Morgan's acting was on point yes like Christina was smiling through it and it wasn't like that believable but Morgan Mm -hmm. really made me feel bad for her yeah 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 she was great I always thought it was weird watching this at first thinking like why would she bring her letter to the beach and wait to open it there like when most kids would be like I'm gonna open it right when I get it with my parents around and stuff and now now knowing that that was fake I'm like okay that makes a lot more sense to be like yeah I'll wait to open this letter till we can hang out like I just thought yeah strange <laughs> well and then when christina calls her on the phone she's like will you wait for me to open it like that's so weird yeah. <laughs> uh, i wouldn't ask my friend that no. it's not like they were going to the same college <laughs> yeah well yeah. yeah i always thought it was weird that christina is like chuckling the whole scene yeah and she's like, like yeah. it's okay like don't cry like and <laughs> I, I always thought that was weird I was like what a bitch <laughs> I just thought yeah. she was she's your best friend right. I was like, she's so happy she got into her college and she's like yeah. actually a total bitch to Morgan for you but even when Morgan's reading the letter like the way her voice trails off yes it's, uh, like, it's very good like her acting skills are like top par her facial expressions it was all it just made you feel so sad SMU is in Dallas and oh. it's no joke Southern Methodist University oh so I assume it's like a religious college that makes which sense tracks. yeah which yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. right which is probably why we have no idea what it was because I've never heard of this I've never I, heard of that yeah it looks legit it looks pretty it looks like the campus is gorgeous so good for Christina <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> you know the one time I heard about BYU in my own personal life was when I went to Hawaii in Oahu if you go to the Polynesian Cultural Center that the whole place is actually funded by I don't know if it's the Mormon church or if it's BYU specifically, but when you go in there, you can take this tram and they actually drive you through the BYU campus and they tell you about like the students living there, what they study, and they actually bring you to a Mormon like temple. You Mm -hmm. can't actually see the inside, but they do bring you to the outside and like the visitor center. And I just remember years later hearing that that was BYU and then thinking back to Morgan getting rejected from BYU (laughs) and I'm like why did I think about that at this time I knew about BYU because there were a lot of well I was in theater in high school and there were also like by coincidence a lot of Mormons in the theater department interesting yeah and they love musical theater (laughs) they do like I I, it's it's they all wanted to go to BYU that was like the dream so I, I I knew like what that was at the time because I had you know, senior friends that were reaching for that goal. So yeah, I, I I did feel really, really bad for Morgan. But I think it was just 
the MTV really wanted to further cement her character being the goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. and she's like, I'm so over the Laguna party scene. And I'm like, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and did they say Morgan basically partied just as much as they did. And that was yeah. just like a whole mm-hmm. persona and facade that she had for the show. For so sure. again, great acting Morgan. Mm-hmm. You are, you deserve the Oscar here. Also, did you guys notice the weird filter on that scene? Oh yeah. It was a weird orangey, like it was like the sepia like tone filter. <laughs> I noticed that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a flashback or something. Uh-huh. I was like, why did they do that? It was so weird. And you could tell because the beach is behind them mm-hmm. and it, it just looks so off. And you're like, what is happening? Like it was so bizarre. I just, I had to point that out. <laughs> oh, now I have to go back and notice it. Yeah. <laughs> Next we see Kristen and Jessica grocery shopping for the dinner that they're, they're having with Steven and Dieter. They question whether boys like feta cheese and Jessica says, who cares? They'll eat it. (laughs) They can't distinguish the difference between cabbage and lettuce. But to be honest, at that age, I probably wouldn't either. I I still do that to this day at the store. I'm like, is this cabbage or lettuce? (laughs) So MTV trying to paint them as like, you know, stupid teenage girls. I mean, I think we all related to that. So (laughs) yes, Um, Kristen suggests that they make pasta with chicken in it, to which Jessica responds, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They have a conversation at the meat counter on how much chicken to get. Is it, can I have a pound or can I half a pound? (laughs) (laughs) Kristen looks visibly annoyed at Jessica as she orders one piece of chicken breast during a split second decision, which again, reinforces Kristen's image of the bitch because she was shown looking over at Jessica and giving her a look. I have to be real with you guys. This is probably my favorite scene in all of Laguna Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica is one of my faves. And literally the whole have a pound or half a pound conversation was my Jessica Simpson, is this chicken or is this fish? (laughs) I quoted it on the daily. Like, I just thought this was so funny. Like, and me and my friend Rachel and I, we would go back and forth, like, half a pound or, ha- like, half a pound. Half a pound. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, like, it was just a thing we did. And I, I, like, I just, this conversation cracks me up every time. So funny. These two <laughs> girls have no idea what they're doing <laughs> in a grocery store. So real. I, yeah. I'm, and, and, and Kristen <laughs> even suggesting that they put chicken in the pasta as mm-hmm. this, like, amazing idea. I'm like, what? Yeah. And, and Jessica says they only need a little bit of chicken because it's gross when there's a lot of chicken in your spaghetti. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> then they get one piece yeah. of boneless chicken for four people. I know. <laughs> like, I'm like, like, oh, what? we'll just chop it up into tiny pieces. <laughs> Can we just get a piece? I'm like, oh, God. And I know Jessica has grown. She, like, has children to feed. I'm sure she knows how to cook them dinner now. But that scene, like, it's good. It's a good one. <laughs> But kudos to them. If I had a boyfriend in high school, I would not be making them dinners. Like, what is happening here? Whose parents are leaving the homes, letting them cook dinner? Yeah, Because it's so high school. Like, the most romantic thing in the world to you is cooking dinner for your boyfriend at that point. You know what I mean? Like, you just want to make him dinner. And you want him to like it. And, you know, I just thought it's so sweet. It's so high school. And, it's like, really sweet. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Dieter's parents are probably, like, at the movies, you know? like mm-hmm. <laughs> Or in their bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, it's yeah. so sweet. And the girls are just making pasta that tastes like feet. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was really cute. I because I I definitely thought this was so romantic. I was like, oh my god, they're making dinner for their boyfriend. So cute. Like, I don't have a boyfriend, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was so cute. I'm just like, can't relate. That was not my life in high school. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> so Jessica and Kristen arrive at Dieter's house to make dinner for the boys, and Jessica asks Kristen if Stephen will be in a jealous rage again. To which Kristen replies. With Steven, you never know. And this is a huge sticking point for Steven on the Back to the Beach podcast. I feel like he talks about it every single week. (laughs) And he's so offended by MTV portraying him as this jealous boyfriend that flies off the handle. But honestly, as a viewer, 
that didn't really stick with me. It was no. just like no. a comment that she made and yep. he was never really like an angry boyfriend. So you knew that that wasn't like a real thing. Yeah, it kind of sounded like a sarcastic even the way she said it. So yeah, yeah. I never took and, it as seriously. Like you're in high school, dude. Just say like, it's fine. It's fine even if you were jealous. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's, yep. it's fine. Like nobody cares. Like I just feel like he wants to rewrite himself really hard. And it's like, Steven, even if you were jealous, you were 16. And Kristen was maybe flirting with other guys. Yeah. So mm-hmm. admits yep. to it. So it's like, nobody's blaming you. He is jealous. <laughs> like, he is still I, jealous. You're jealous. Like, stop. That, that was my biggest issue with Back to the Beach. It was just like, just own up to it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It was high school. We're not holding you to who you were in high school. You've grown. You're in your 30s. I understand. Just talk about it. It's okay. So Stephen was definitely jealous. I mean, maybe not fly off the handle every single time she talks to another guy, but it definitely frustrated him. And you see it in the scene. There's no hiding from it. I don't think Kristen makes it any better, though, and we'll talk about it. But her constantly being on the phone, talking to Sam, I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> hey, she, Sam. Was, she was feeling that. So, yeah. <laughs> In the house, Dieter laughs at the organic cake mix the girls bought, and Stephen finds the feta cheese in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) The girls kick the boys out of the kitchen, and Dieter asks Stephen if he wants to go to Jack at the Box, (laughs) which is so mean. (laughs) These boys, man. (laughs) It's such a boy high school thing to say, though. Like, I I was just like, this is so accurate. (laughs) Even them ripping on the dinner later, I'm like, oh, dear. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Lo and Lauren drive to Trey's AYA event, but Lo is already planning on when she can leave. Lo says, I just don't like the whole hippie, let's play guitar and sing slow songs thing. <laughs> Me, <Layla. laughs> No, I just love how she says, I will give them money because I think it's cool, but I don't want to stay <laughs> out. <laughs> she has the best lines. Yeah. <laughs> At the open mic, we see Trey and Polster talking about AYA. Polster says, this is not just an organization called AYA. This is a movement. This is like women's liberation or civil rights. It's going big. (laughs) And honestly, it's pretty refreshing to see young people so passionate and excited about social cause. I mean, you might look at something like this and laugh at how, you know, what he's saying. Mm -hmm. But honestly, these are the types of people that become future leaders for us in the world and make change in their communities. So I actually think it's pretty cool. Oh, totally. I really enjoyed that whole scene, too, because it really brought me back to high school and how things like that, like open mic nights and going to like coffee houses and people were just playing music or reading poems like that was like a thing that happened a lot, at least when I was in my later years of high school. And it was so refreshing to see everybody actually listening and paying attention and not a bunch of people on their phones. You know, it was nice little nostalgic moment for sure. Yeah, Trey is um, a hustler. Uh, he really like knew how to get stuff together back then, which I, mm-hmm. is really impressive. I didn't know how to set up an event back then. I wouldn't have known where to start. He is very impressive, and I like that Polster's like his little wingman. <laughs> uh, they're both just super like philosophical and into the politics, you know. I'll say, but I'm telling you, I think Trey had it all together. Well, I wonder if they're still doing AYA or some sort of like nonprofit, but the latest I heard is Trey is a fashion designer. I think he worked for Mm -hmm. Vera Wang or a popular designer at one point, but it's just so, I mean, I know they show him like putting on the fashion show, doing like the hats line, all that kind of stuff, but I would have thought that he would have gone into politics or something like that. Oh, the trucker Mm -hmm. hats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen, Jessica, Dieter, and Steven sit down to eat the dinner the girls have just prepared. Jessica runs to the oven because she forgot to set a timer on her cake and says, it's perfect, as she jiggles her cake. <laughs> to which I said, is it really? <laughs> the it's boys literally not... a rock cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The boys do not seem impressed and complain about the food. Dieter asks, why does this taste so bad? <laughs> to which Kristen responds, because the dressing is R word. Mm-hmm. Now, that is not language like that jumped off the screen to me because it's so yep. jarring to hear today. Mm-hmm. And it's not language that we really accept anymore in 2023 because we know it's offensive. But in 2004, things were clearly different because 
it was a common thing for people to say, and MTV didn't even bleep it out, which meant that it was acceptable to be shown on TV. The R word and the phrase, that's so gay, were so popular. Mm -hmm. Um, You heard it constantly. Back then, it wouldn't have even phased anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, you didn't even know that it was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, mm -mm. No. And now it's like, oh my gosh, like, it's crazy how much time has changed and you notice this with a lot of millennial era things Mm -hmm. like things have just changed and a lot of this stuff you would not be able to get away with on television now yeah there are so many like late 90s movies that we rewatch like comedies and they're like so problematic now like so many things (laughs) that like that is not okay to say no and like you can't even blame Kristen for it because it was just the time like she didn't mean anything by it no and it's so hard to explain that to the generation now because mm-hmm. they're so quick to call you out which is great I think that's really good and important yep. but at the same time it's like you don't understand things were very like I'm not you know I'm not making excuses for it but things were so different and we just didn't know <laughs> like yeah exactly <laughs> and I wonder what sort of things that we say now will get phased out mm. in like another 10-20 yeah. years yeah. it'll be interesting to see because even saying like you're so crazy or that's so mm-hmm. crazy yeah. like I've started hearing you know crazy yeah, even is something that you should out. say yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it'll be interesting to see and Liz you talking about how um, there's problematic tv shows I mean my instant like flash is to Pretty Little Liars having Arya be in love and then hook up with her teacher in high school. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was like the entire story. How line. romantic did I think that was? Of Back course, then. yeah. Oh, and then, oh my god. And then now I'm like, oh, cringe. Oh, awful. Oh god. Like it's so I bad. So bad. They were putting on the first episode ever, and they were like hooking up in the bathroom, and I had it playing on TV. My mom was like in the back cooking in the kitchen, and I was just like, oh god, I gotta flip the channel. I can't watch this with her here. <laughs> okay, and spoiler alert, which I don't feel too bad about because the show ended forever ago. But she marries him. Oh my oh god, my I know. <laughs> I'm I like, know. She's fully marries her groomer (laughs) it's so bad the worst part is that everybody wanted them to get married damn Ezra man he was too good looking that's why (laughs) so back to the dinner there seems to be tension in the air already because dinner is pretty uncomfortable and no one is really talking Kristen's phone rings and she ignores it But when it rings again, she goes to the kitchen to pick it up, and it's Sam, who we learn is another one of Kristen's boyfriends or someone that she's flirty with in Laguna. And Steven is visibly (laughs) upset at this. Boyfriend, that's a big word for Sam, I think. (laughs) Um, Even Kristen's like, was I hooking up with Sam? I guess. Eventually. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, yeah. Steven freaking out that Kristen's phone is ringing. I'm yep. like, okay, he loves to say that he isn't a jealous guy, but so controlling, right? It's right there. Yeah. What if it was like her mom calling her and he was acting all like, <laughs> why is your phone ringing? <laughs> and like, I get it. You're in high school, but I just want you to admit to it a little more. Like, I get it. And I feel yeah. for you, actually. And it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, you're in high school and you don't know how to manage those emotions. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I get it. And, you know, Kristen was definitely a little hot to trot <laughs> like, you know so like I get it especially with Sam so I get it but again like I do think he was really jealous and I do think the more jealous he got the more Kristen was over him mm-hmm. and I think this is a very common thing for girls in high school I think I, like I feel like this happened a lot with friends of mine like the, a guy would really like you and then you'd be into it and then another guy would kind of like show you interest and you'd be like I'm kind of over it and then the guy would like be like why like what what did I do and you're like oh you're so unattractive now like you know it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not my thing anymore so I feel the like chase is over yeah like it's yeah. common that this happens and I, I do I feel bad for Steven because he probably did not see it coming and he thought you know I'm just trying to show you that I like you and she's like mm, okay I have other things to do <laughs> <laughs> And I just feel like a lot of their problems could have been solved if they just knew how to communicate better. And I just want to scream at them. Just talk to each other. Because mm-hmm. it, it's just, uh, it's a, yeah. Just talk to each other. Just talk to each other. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Back at the AYA event, Lo and Lauren seemingly have not gone into the coffee shop for the open mic at all. And they're just standing around outside with their friends waiting to leave for their sushi dinner. Lauren says she wishes that they could stay longer. And Lo says, 
I like more upbeat, fun music. Oh, low. <laughs> <laughs> she really has no filter and just says, like, whatever is on her mind, regardless of who it offends, mm-hmm. that's low. <laughs> Again, I love her, though. And I love her. I think it's cool. I will give them money because I think it's cool. Yeah. Like, but I just don't want to spend my time there. Like, I, like it's... <laughs> They don't even want your money. They just want like an hour of your time, Lo. It's okay. But um, yeah, I love her and I love how like honest she is. Because hey, if you don't want to be there, you don't want to be there. I love it. <laughs> Back at Dieter's house, while the rest of the gang cleans up, Kristen is on the phone talking to Sam, which understandably would make Steven really pissed off and jealous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Steven asks Kristen why she's being weird. And Kristen says, she's not being weird. She's just tired. Stephen asks why she's going home and what she's doing tomorrow night. Kristen rolls her eyes at Stephen as he walks away. <laughs> he just wants to hang out with you. <laughs> it's so painful. She also was like, I'm tired and I have detention in the morning. I really like yeah. that. Line yeah. as well. <laughs> I will say when she's talking to Sam on the phone, there's a shot of her shoes and they are these huge platform sandals. And I was like, yes. <laughs> And then oh, the yeah. choker necklace that she was wearing, mm-hmm. I, yes. I was so happy when that came back a few <laughs> years ago. Oh my, because I never really wore it when the show came out because I was like a little bit younger. But when it came back, what, three years ago, more, yeah. five years ago, oh, I was all over that. Yeah, well, I have one and I rock it. Still? Yeah. <laughs> I love I, that. I totally rock my choker. I love it. Is it the little swirly (laughs) with the... No, 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 no. Those are a little too outdated. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically a ribbon. It's like a velvet ribbon and you just tie it. But yeah, it's very Kristen Cavallari. It was like a weird thing in my high school, like my senior year, me and my friend, we would do that with the choker thing. But instead of a ribbon, we would use a shoelace. And we thought it was like, so cool. (laughs) Now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, why? Why did my mom let me do that? (laughs) Your dirty shoelace. You're like, yes, yeah. (laughs) So weird. So funny. Kristen and Jessica leave and Kristen complains to Jessica about how if she's not all over Steven, Steven doesn't know how to act. In the house, Stephen and Dieter express frustration with the girls and decide to throw the heart-shaped cake away. Which it's is so sad, I thought. <laughs> yeah. It's sad, but I mean, who wants to eat that yeah. other baked And like the cake? music that they play is like so depressing and sad. Like, throw it away. And I laughed because Dieter says Jessica and Kristen together just can't handle them. And I think that was so funny. <laughs> And right before everybody is dispersing, Jessica and Dieter go outside to like kiss and cuddle, and like you see them in, in the, the background. I saw that I know, yeah, through like, the door. Yeah. yeah, I'm like they're so cute. I loved Jessica and Dieter. I was sad that they were not together at the beginning of season two, and she chose Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic pause. That's for another. That's for another pod. <laughs> I think Dieter is so sweet. I love him. Dieter is really sweet. I mean, he seems, so his actions are really sweet, but I would be so annoyed with him as a boyfriend just by the comments that he makes, you know, like now about the cake and and Mm -hmm. what else did he say that was annoying? How the pasta tasted bad. Like, I'm like, Why does it taste so bad? (laughs) So blunt. (laughs) Jessica's like, well, everything else is good. Like the chicken and the, and the pasta, like, right. Because how can you screw up chicken and pasta? Just well, and what did they dressing. do for the dressing to taste like feet? Like, well, yeah, what was it? What did there? they use? Yeah. So, listen, my theory is that it was jarred Alfredo. But is that bad? It's that bad. I'm not jarred, a white sauce person. Jarred Alfredo tastes like feet. Really? It really does. I And it's so easy to make it from scratch. So I don't understand why they even sell it in a jar. But yeah, it literally tastes like feet. I don't know what it is. It's just you can't jar Alfredo. (laughs) Then we get this really awkward scene totally produced of Lauren and Talon having a conversation about going to the bonfire tonight. And then we see Kristen and Morgan, not BYU Morgan, but another Morgan that we yes. see in season two. Not regular Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not regular Morgan. I had to think about that one. <laughs> um, they grab ice cream and they talk about the disastrous dinner from the previous night. 
Then Stephen and Lauren are at their respective workplaces and they call each other on the phone during work. He asks her if she's going to the bonfire and she says yes. Stephen's coworker asks him if he's still juggling two girls and Stephen insists to him that he's not playing both girls. I thought it was a really good edit that they did with Kristen saying again about how if she's not all over Stephen, he gets, you know, weird or whatever. And then it immediately cut to Stephen calling Lauren. I thought that was a really clever edit that they did because it really was like, if he can't have this girl, then he's going to go for the other one. Good point. Because it really looks like that. That whenever he's not getting attention from Kristen, he runs back to Lauren. Exactly. He's so bad. So so bad. He was in a jealous rage. Yeah. (laughs) So Stephen said on back to the beach that JD, which is his coworker, would have never had this conversation outside of MTV with him, and that it was super awkward. And at the beginning, you can kind of tell like it's set up, but at the same time, it was way too easy for Stephen to fall into this conversation. Like he wanted to talk about it, and JD fully doesn't believe that he's not juggling two girls. Yeah. JD is fully like, yeah, bro, I see you do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's like, I just heard you on the phone. I saw Kristen here the other day. Yeah, like he's not he's not falling for any of Steven's bullshit. <laughs> I I just think Steven had confidence issues with Kristen. Like he really couldn't believe she was into him, so any second she wasn't all about him, he would freak out. Which is understandable. Yeah. Again, you're in high school. It's it totally makes sense to me. And I did just want to say Lauren and Talon talking outside of the school is I remember thinking like, oh my god, like it's the elusive school that they talk about and we never see. Yes. Like, yeah. like I, I was like, it's a little glimpse into their school life, which is like kind of cool. Like they're just talking like as they're leaving school. But yeah, I just thought that was I was always like, oh my god, it's here. They really do go to school. <laughs> <laughs> Then we cut to the beach at night where the crew are finally having their bonfire. Polster is talking to Lauren about his senior project, the Humanist Potential Movement, which I googled what this is, but don't ask me what it is because I could not tell you. <laughs> Something about Maslow's hierarchy of needs is what I guess. Elsie could literally care less. That was so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. I looked like I was like, somebody save her from this conversation. <laughs> She's like looking at him like, what the hell? (laughs) And he just kept going and going. (laughs) And she's like, she literally, her eyes glaze over. Like you watch it happen. (laughs) And then he switches and basically has the exact same type of conversation and says that he would rather attend this life-changing seminar that he went to instead of win the lottery, (laughs) in which Lauren says, you know, I think I'd rather take the lotto. <laughs> and girl, I'm like, I'm with you. I would also choose the lottery. Kristen and Steven are on another part of the beach having an argument. And Kristen tells him that she doesn't want to talk about it right now. And then she walks away. Later that night, still at the bonfire, Steven sits around looking very sad. He has a heart to heart with Lauren about not regretting their hookup and how it made them better friends. All with Kristen sitting about two feet away from Lauren. He says all that he regrets is being put in the situation that he got put into. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? You put yourself in that situation. Poor what Steven. else did you think was going to happen? He just oh, fell Steven. and tripped into Elsie's bed. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? Oh, man. And I feel like this is why we're so annoyed of him on the Back to the Peach podcast, because he literally didn't grow from this mindset. He loves to play the victim. Yeah, which is Mm -hmm. so strange, like 15 years later. I'm like, listen, bro, just admit it. That's all I want him to do is admit it. Exactly. (laughs) I actually, I went back to that episode of Back to the Beach today because I wanted to hear what he had to say about it. And he did say that that conversation with Lauren was like totally real. But he said something about like, I should have apologized to her, but I said I was regretful for the way things played out and that I knew that I hurt her. So I don't know. So I will say, so this is the first time that it's really referenced um, between the two of them that they actually hooked up. And poor Lauren says, you know, I really regretted hooking up with you for a while. And I remember it was like a big deal. Everyone's trying to figure out what hooked up meant and if they had actually had sex or <laughs> like just made out. Yeah. So I actually watched something today that it was like uh, answering fan questions with Kristen and Steven. And Kristen claims 
hooking up can mean anything between kissing and having sex and steven was like can it so like oh. and she was like yeah steven it can and he was like mm. <laughs> he was like oh okay like you know like he clearly mm-hmm. thought hooking up meant having sex so now i'm kind of watching the show with a new lens so every time steven says he hooked up with somebody he had sex with them <laughs> probably yeah (laughs) so you know it's kind of confirmed for the first time that you know yeah and lauren were definitely having sex at some point we don't know steven claims it wasn't when he was actually dating Kristen. i think it was (laughs) in the last episode lauren did go to him you're in my bed (laughs) oh yeah so you know i do think that they you know it, it was interesting i just had never really noticed before that during that heart to heart, they're actually referencing what happened because mm-hmm. it doesn't really directly get referenced very much in the show. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like talked about between other people. So I thought that was interesting. Lauren does say that it was a lot of fun, but they went through a lot. And she jokes to him saying, don't lie to two girls that have the same group of friends. <laughs> Steven asks her what he should do. And Lauren tells him if he wanted to have someone, he could have them. And watching this, I want to say Lauren, Lauren is just not as confrontational as Kristen. Like even those words of don't lie to two girls that have the same friends. She kind of said it in a really like passive and kind of like jokey way. Whereas Mm -hmm. if Kristen were to say that to him, it's like she really means it and she wants to fight about it which I think has always impressed me about Kristen. But I also thought that Lauren was being quite forward with her feelings to Kristen in this situation, telling him that he could basically date her if he wanted to. And it was in his hands, basically, what he wanted to do. And again, really impressed me because in high school, I would never express my feelings to guys that I liked. I mean, if I liked someone, you would never know. But it was coded here. Like, she didn't really expressly tell him. Yes. You know it I was mean? in a passive way, but it was she got the message blatantly across. obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were the type that, like, just didn't ever I was a Facebook it. stalker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Back when Facebook, everyone was, like, uploading stuff all the time. I mean, that's where you would go to, like, get updates yeah. on your crushes mm-hmm. and friends and stuff. And it was, it was so exciting. It was my space for me, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but people used to upload so much more often and now it's yeah. like i guess the equivalent is instagram right now but mm-hmm. i would never admit times. to liking someone unless i was like pretty confident that they liked me back so i i, I understand yeah. that i i mean it's hard to get rejected you know you just don't want to get rejected it's yeah. embarrassing it you is. feel bad it's awful being listen i wouldn't being a teenager is a god-awful experience <laughs> <laughs> like it has its moments okay like it wasn't all bad but i mean would i go back no (laughs) i mean i would have to know everything that i know now and even then i don't know if i would (laughs) i wish i could go back and like with the with the knowledge that i have now i would have told myself to be more open with my feelings in just like you know different situations in school because like there would be times where let's say like a guy that I would like would actually say that he liked me but I was so embarrassed and I like could not even say it back to him so like nothing happened and now I'm like dude you missed out on so many things in high school hmm. <laughs> because you were just so shy and I think it's the like wasted time you spent on friendships that don't matter anymore and like yeah. all of the fights and the drama and like it like I haven't talked to those people in how long you know and you know your parents tell you th- this they tell you you're not going to talk to them and it's not going to matter mm-hmm. and but in the moment it's like the most important thing that has ever happened in your life and like I always say like I would care so much less about what people thought about me and I would just do whatever the heck I wanted <laughs> like <laughs> it really I doesn't sp- matter yeah, yeah. I spent so yeah. much time worrying about what other people were going to think about me and I missed out on so many opportunities because of it it's just do it I know yeah. there's not like you don't get those types of opportunities outside of high school like this could be the only time that you're in the school play or you get to do something like yeah. that so just go audition and you know join the sports team like just do it it's okay like just try things high school is rough <laughs> and then imagine putting a camera crew <laughs> on you oh gosh yeah <laughs> yeah I feel bad for these kids I really do <laughs> Kristen is shown not looking too happy and she leaves the beach 
while again talking to Sam on her phone. <laughs> she tells Sam she's over it, assuming she's talking about Steven. The seniors then stay at the beach talking about their senior prank, about putting fish into a pond, is it? Or a swimming pool? Yeah. And then they put out the fire and they head home. So first of all, that's the worst senior prank ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what? No. What were your senior pranks in your high school? I don't even think we did one. Our senior year was weird because I could do a whole podcast on my high school. It was weird. <laughs> our freshman class was bullied really hard by our the seniors that year. Like they, there was like a hazing thing that they got to do. So they would decorate the school the night before. And there were literally signs that said like, welcome fresh meat. And like, if you walked down the senior hallway, you would get flowered. Like they would literally dump a bag of flour on you. No oh way. Oh yeah. It was very scary. Your first day of high school, walking up to school and seeing all of these signs, like welcome fresh meat and like all this crazy stuff. My mom was like, okay, bye. Have a nice day. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Um, but yeah. So by the time we were seniors, you we weren't allowed to do any of that. So our like senior day where we got to decorate the school, it was like superhero themed and like super nice. Mm. And we were all pissed about it. Cause we like, <laughs> You know, but yeah, they took away a lot of stuff. So like by the time we came along and it was our senior year, everything was so watered down. We didn't really get to do much. So we didn't even have a senior prank. I think somebody dyed the senior lawn like a color. You guys had a senior lawn? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We had like a section that only seniors could get I mean, it was called the senior lawn. But I mean, it wasn't like you were going to get kicked out or anything. But I mean, if you were a freshman, probably don't sit there. But (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, we had a senior hallway, which had like lockers in it. And like most of the senior lockers were there. And then the senior lawn, which was right next to the senior hallway. But like we also like it was California. So it was like an open school. So everything was like, yeah, uh, yeah, our hallways were like not indoors. So everything Mm -hmm. it was like an open Mm -hmm. floor plan. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's the worst senior prank ever because sad dead goldfish. My high school, they actually, it wasn't my senior class, but they did something similar with fish. I think it was when I was a freshman, they put goldfish in some of the toilets in the bathrooms. (laughs) And so it was like, are you going to flush it or are you going to try to save the fish? (laughs) But yeah, that was so That makes me so sad. I know. And we were like, what do we do? (laughs) I have such a heart for animals. I'm like, that makes me so sad poor little fishy because goldfish have like really sad lives anyway yeah i know (laughs) i know they seem like such like easy animals i mean you win them at the fair Mm -hmm. and honestly pet stores don't make it any easier because they're so cheap to buy but like i bought a goldfish learned how difficult it was to take care of a goldfish and they're not actually supposed to live in bowls they actually need like a lot of space to grow and a huge tank and stuff like that but my fish actually lived for like six seven years so that was actually wow pretty good that's a long time really long (laughs) yeah yeah and the bowls are so cute and you want to put them in a bowl and it's just it's not a good they're a pain to clean It's a lot more work than you would think when you're buying the fish. (laughs) Totally. My senior high school prank, I actually don't know who did this. Like, I I feel like it wasn't revealed to this day, but they managed to get, I think it was just the frame of like a Mini Cooper or like one of those tiny cars. Someone stuck it on the roof of our high school. And so we all arrived to school the next day and there was just like a car on top of the school. And we're like, (laughs) where did this come from? Who put it there? That's a good one though. That's crazy. (laughs) How did they do that? To this day, I don't, that's why I think it's just a frame because it's like lighter, Mm -hmm. but I have no idea. (laughs) So did you guys notice at the end of the episode when Kristen's leaving and she says, she answers her phone, she says, what's up, Sam? I think it's the exact same what's up, Sam, yes. that she had at the dinner party. I noticed that, too. I said the same when thing. I wrote, I wrote that down. Yeah. Oh. It definitely was the same soundbite. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the exact what's up, Sam. And I noticed it because she says it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> and you sound exactly like her saying yeah. it. Like yeah. That, so. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, that's so weird. Like, why is she saying it like that? And then it's like comes back up again. And I'm like. I wonder if Sam was actually calling her then or if like I know you don't even see her like mouth right Mm -hmm. so I wonder who she's actually talking to I doubt he actually called her at the end of that I think they were just leaving and they put the sound over it to make Mm -hmm. it seem like she was like over Steven 
and going to talk to Sam. But I could have also... been her dad calling her, asking <laughs> exactly. her when she's coming yeah. home. Where are you? <laughs> also, the fight between Kristen and Steven. First of all, I love it because it's so obvious that Kristen does not want to be around or talk to Steven on camera. And when I watched it the first time, I obviously didn't know that. So I'm like, why is she being so weird? Like, why won't she just talk to him? But she's literally like, okay, okay, we'll talk about it later. And he's like genuinely trying to have a conversation with her. And she's just like, okay, Steven, okay, Steven. Like, she does not want to talk about it. And it sounds like Steven is trying to break up with her. And Kristen is not trying to break up on camera. Like, that's what it sounds like to me. Because he keeps saying, no, like, it's fine if it's going to be, like, if it's going to be that way, it's fine. But, like, I just want to know, like, because, like, if we're just going to be friends or, like, something something to that effect. And she just keeps saying, like, okay, Steven, I'll let you know what I'm doing later, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll, like, I'll, I'll let you know when I know what I'm doing. And it just sounds like, like, he's literally trying to say, like, maybe we should just be friends for now. Interesting. Which, and then he goes and has that conversation with Lauren. They do say that they broke up at weird times. So I'm wondering if this is one of those times where they were like kind of broken up mm-hmm. and Steven was like trying to keep Lauren on his back burner. That would make sense. Yeah. I kind of got it that like Steven was trying to have a conversation, but Kristen didn't want to fight in front of the group of friends at the bonfire. Like that's how I kind of read it. But yeah, I wonder, like, I really wish that they told us exactly what happened the timeline Mm -hmm. in what order i mean even on the back to the beach podcast they couldn't really remember their timeline and they were a bit muffled but damn i really wish we knew like i feel like i remember way more from high school than they do and it's it's really annoys me because if i had to talk about my high school drama i could give you way more dirt (laughs) 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 and maybe they should have just filmed my high school because There was plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys have a favorite moment from this episode? A line or a moment? Jessica and Kristen shopping. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, that was my whole favorite scene was just the grocery store. I think it was so, it showed their age so well. It was very relatable and it felt real, but it was also really funny. Yeah, I told you guys before, it was definitely my like (laughs) Jessica Simpson moment. Like I loved it. I thought it was so funny. (laughs) Classic. So classic. I really loved all of Lowe's lines. I mean, her just being like, I'm not really into this hippie, let's sing songs and play music kind of thing. I mean, she's just so funny. I love, I love her. your low voice. <laughs> it's very upbeat. Yeah. That's that is what she sounds like though. She's very like yeah. She disses you in a very, very cheerful way. Yes. <laughs> How about favorite outfits? I put down Kristen's whole look at the dinner scene, like the ribbon choker necklace, and there wasn't any like huge standout outfit for me. And that one specifically, I was like, oh gosh, I used to, you know, wear some stuff like that. And it was just embarrassing to think about now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I loved Lauren's look at the open mic night. Open mic. Me too. And the diamonds hanging down the back and her high pony and her like flared jeans with heels like and her favorite big white bag. I was Mm -hmm. like, I was like, wow. First of all, it is so deep V in the front and Mm -hmm. then it shows the entire back. And I was like, never would I have had the confidence. (laughs) Never. Never. Uh, no, 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 no. But she looked so good in it, and it looked so good on her. And I'm thinking, like, okay, one, my mother wouldn't let me leave the house. Two, I wouldn't have had the confidence to leave the house in it. But, I mean, it was so cute. Do you think this is, like, a beachy town, like, California kind of thing, though? Because they all kind of seem to have this, like, style. Because, like, the last episode, Lo was also wearing that, like, really deep-cut uh, mm-hmm. black dress. So do you think it's just like, you know, a beachy town kind of thing? I mean, I lived like 30 minutes from the beach and like in either direction. (laughs) (laughs) Like it wasn't a beach town, but we were close. You know, we could drive there for the day. And Mm -hmm. like, no, (laughs) we were wearing Hollister t-shirts and tank tops and like definitely not. That's a going out shirt. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that's a shirt that you yeah. wear to the bar or the club. Yeah, And totally. I did not have any of those items until I was well into my 20s. I wasn't going out anywhere. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have anywhere to wear them. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Wear that to the choir concert? Like, <laughs> like, 
I, I just didn't have anywhere to wear that kind of stuff. And I wasn't like dating. I wasn't like going out on dates. Boys would be like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And we'd go out for two weeks and not talk to each other and then break up, you know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I wouldn't have had anywhere to wear it. So I mean, I feel like these teens were just older. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they look like they're in their 20s already, like going yeah. to these, you know, events and dressing up the romantic relationships that they were yes, having. Like so it intense. just felt like they're so much older. And Talon doesn't finish high school or whatever and he moves to LA and Kristen and Alex H say they go and visit him you know their senior year and I'm like you're going to LA by yourselves your senior year of high school and spending the night at a boy's house (laughs) and probably using your fake IDs to get into bars and clubs this was so not what I was doing my senior year of high school and I wouldn't have I would have been like are you kidding me my mom will kill me yeah (laughs) doing that (laughs) pass totally I always wonder if people were out there living like these crazy lives and I'm so happy to know I'm not alone Mm -mm. (laughs) I was home watching movies with my sister watching tv like there's a different show every single day of the night that like it kept us occupied yeah Yeah. but I think that's what makes the show so interesting like even with us being in high school like at the time, like it was just like we weren't doing this stuff. So this yeah. stuff looked so interesting. And they always try to downplay it and they're like, No, we're just like normal teenagers. And I'm like, No, we weren't. <laughs> and like <laughs> I watched something today. Again, it was like Kristen and Steven answering questions, fan questions, and somebody said, How did your parents really feel about you being on the show? And Kristen was like, My dad was kind of all for it. He didn't really care. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like, my parents mm-hmm. would have been like, what is this? What are they doing? Yeah. And, like, Stephen was like, well, all the parents kind of got together and talked about it. But, yeah, people were really into it. And I'm like, I think it's because of where they lived. Like, mm-hmm. they were so close to L.A. And I think, like, a lot of, I mean, these were rich kids for the most part. And mm-hmm. they were going to go into things like the entertainment business anyway. Or, you know, right. things like that. And this was just kind of like, oh, well, it's a little shoe in for you like if you want to do modeling and acting like mm-hmm. do this it's it'll be good for you so and you know Christina she wanted to be in theater and and sing and you know I think they kind of saw this as an opportunity and it, I think things just work a little bit differently there I don't know if we talked about this before but would you have been able to go on that Mexico trip no. with your friend's parents mm. no first of all I, I wouldn't know. my mom would have been like no I'm not giving you the money for that <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> second of all, no, you're not leaving the country. Yeah, yeah. Without me, and absolutely not. No. <laughs> Knowing that you're gonna go there and drink at the resort and mm-hmm. get blasted, yeah. no and, freaking and way. It's like knew that they were gonna go there and do that. It was like totally. a thing yeah. that was done. And I'm like, maybe if it was like a tradition thing, but like we had an eighth grade trip to Yosemite and my mom didn't even want me to go to that. So <laughs> I, I didn't get to go. So, oh, you didn't go. Oh, I was lucky. I got to go to science camp in sixth grade. <laughs> my mom was like, mm, no, you can stay at school for that week. And I'm like, oh, cool. So all my friends are in Yosemite and I get to do like busy work all week because no one's here. Yeah, that sucks. Gosh. It was like me and like four other students. Oh, <laughs> I know it did suck, and all my friends were in Yosemite, and I was sad. <laughs> my mom would always come on the field trips, but it was fun because everybody liked my mom, so she was like the cool mom, you know. Like oh, I wish my mom was cool like mom. your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the slumber parties were at my house and stuff like that. So all of the field trips were really fun. Yeah, because she would come. So like overnight field trips? Yeah, like we'd go to um, like Toronto and stuff once a year to see like a a big play. We saw the Phantom of the Opera one year and then the next year we saw the Lion King. So stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I love my mom, but she was definitely not the cool mom. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, mommy, but you were not the cool mom. (laughs) Yeah, my mom was pretty relaxed with me about stuff that I did as long as she knew who was going to be there and knew my friends and like she knew that we weren't going to be drinking and stuff like that. So if I was out at somebody's house till three in the morning or whatever, she would just be like, tell me where you are and if you need a ride home. And that was basically it. So but I never got into I never went to Cabo. (laughs) I didn't drink till I was 21. (laughs) So 
Yeah. yeah. No, my mom would offer to pick me up, like if I were to stay at a party or anything, but mm-hmm. I was never to sleep over at anyone's house. Oh, yeah. And I actually never got to sleep over at any friend's house, like when I was younger. And she never really wanted to like say why, but now hearing about all the stories about like, you know, creeps and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And there's so many parents making that choice now. Totally. And I think I would do the same for my kids too. Yeah. My mom was very, um, like, she had to meet all of my parents, or all of my Mm -hmm. friends' parents. Like, she had to actually meet them and sit down with them and talk with them before I could spend any time with Mm. them. So it was was always super embarrassing for me, because people would be like, do you want to have a sleepover? And I'd be like, well, my mom has to, like, have coffee with your mom, and then then she has to talk to my dad, and and they're like, what? (laughs) You know? And I'm like, yeah. So, and I didn't understand it, but I totally get it now. Yeah. Even now, like, that doesn't even seem like enough, you know? You, mm-hmm. you don't know totally. people. Yeah, still. it's true. Yeah, and I, I was, like, so upset, and I thought it was so stupid, and my mom was always like, you'll understand one day when you have kids of your own. And mm-hmm. I don't have kids of my own, but I totally get it anyway. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. get yes. where she was coming from. I, how do you let how do you let your lifeblood just go off and, you know, just with anybody? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, really totally. scary and to And to you, about, you're yeah. like, I know this person. They're my friend, but you don't. Right. You don't know them. And so, you don't know their yeah. family members. You don't know no. other people in the house. Yeah. Right. It's, and you're like, yeah. it's, it's nothing to you, but yeah, I, I totally mm-hmm. get it now. And it sucks. It sucks that it ruins it for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for all those little kids. Like, I'm sure you really wanted to have those sleepovers, but it's like. There were so many times where I, I had like tears in my eyes because I'm like, Aww. I just really want to sleep over at my friend's house, Aww. but she just wouldn't let up. But now I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. I'm yeah. not mad at her for it anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> we all get it eventually. So yep. Liz, when yeah. kids tell you that they hate you and they're screaming at you, remember that we understand <laughs> one day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're not there yet. Oh. They, they're still sweet and fluffy. <laughs> I am like dreading the day when they're both like on their period at the same time. Like, what the heck are we going to do? <laughs> it's going to be horrible. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> we have a while till we get there, but you know, I yeah. think about it. <laughs> I mean, two girls are that's wild. Good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and watching with us this week on the Millennial TV podcast. Please subscribe or follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever streaming platform you're listening to us on. We'd love to hear your comments as you're watching along with us or if you have any suggestions or ideas for the podcast. Send us an email at millennialtv, that's millennialteav at gmail.com, or follow us on Instagram at millennialtv. We wanted to shout out Allison from Allison Menard Design for our awesome cover art and Joe Tyrone for our podcast theme song. They are both awesome, and you can find their contact info in our episode description below. This has been Adrian, Candace, and Liz, and we will see you all next week. Bye.